This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I don't know if this is a resolution or not, but uh, Jussie Smollett, remember the actor who back in January cited an attack with homophobic slurs and racist connotations? Uh, People apparently who said this is mega country, uh, two white guys had uh, ambushed him in Chicago at about two o'clock in the morning. And then it turns out that uh, the police felt that this was all trumped up. They indicted him on 16 felony counts related to making a false report. And, well, uh, fast forward to earlier today where his lawyers now say that the charges against him have been dropped. And a spokesperson for the prosecutor's office offered no detailed explanation. What the dickens is going on? Uh, Joining me on the line is Mira Estrada, who's a culture expert and host of Cultured, a pop culture show that airs Saturday nights at 8 on Global News Radio. Mira, it's good to make your acquaintance. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Oakley Show. Thanks for having me. It has been a confusing morning. Well, it is. And so what do you think happened here? You know what? This one is a tricky one because there has been, it's been a a roller coaster ride with this right from the beginning when it first came out. Um, it, It seems like we were getting little drops of information and it sometimes felt like it was leaked information and that's why it made it feel as if it was a little bit difficult you didn't exactly know what to believe um yeah but hang on just a second and then the mm -hmm. police superintendent eddie johnson from chicago who is a black gentleman himself was rather Mm -hmm. unequivocal his quote and i know you wrote about this jussie smollett took advantage of the pain and anger of racism to promote his career I'm left hanging my head asking why. Why would anybody, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations? How can an individual who's been embraced by the city of Chicago turn around and slap everyone in the city in the face with these false claims? How has Eddie Johnson said that? Yeah, and I mean, I felt very strongly because when it first happened, I I was mortified that this type of hate could happen. But then when I found out this might be a hoax, I was equally mortified because hate crimes are a very real thing and to to do a hoax like this puts real people that are in real danger at a very much disadvantage and I did write about it and I, I was very upset by it um, but I think the problem is I think we need to all step back because we're very much in this can- cancel culture mentality um, you know if I, I look at the, the whole Covington Catholic High School as an example, and sometimes we sort of see what we want to see and what our own world views um, and our thoughts are, and in, instead of what the actual incident is, and it's, we're very quick to jump on, let's, you know, let's cancel Jesse Small. Uh, you know, it's already, already now that, um, now that it's come out that all the charges have been dropped, people that, you know, that were not for him from the beginning have now said, now let's can- cancel Empire Show, lock him up. On the other side, people that were always supporting him are saying, we told you so, let's cancel. You know, they're saying it in terms of the Mueller report. See, we don't have the full details of the Mueller report. Isn't this the same thing? So we're almost in this strange, bizarre world type of society where we're seeing what we want to see and we're, we're sort of really feeding onto that. And I think it's because we're very much in a polarized culture 
where we're just sort of latching on to what it is that we already believe. Well, that's it. It's about confirmation bias, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. And uh, you can see that uh, certainly as the cases you've cited, whether it's the Mueller report and how uh, there had been one school of thought widely emphasizing the Russian collusion was a given fact. And now there's a lot of people having to retreat from that and may lose their positions in politics or even in the media. The Covington school boys, I mean, the initial narrative was, and Bill Maher, you know, I mean, here's a guy who said, you know, this smug 15-year-old, didn't you want to just punch him in the face without knowing any of the facts? Because again, he had his own narrative that he had bought into uh, and was fully invested in, along with a lot of other celebrities and so on and so on. And then it turns out not to have been the case of a white kid accosting this native elder and so on. I mean, so it all falls apart like a house of cards. And you yeah, did. And I feel this is. I feel like this is much the same. And I think we really need to to step back and and wait because it is literally minute by the minute unfolding. And instead of just jumping and accusing and you know really like lashing out like let's take a step back and wait and i think it's partly on you know on the police as well because they said they were giving out information very quickly without confirming that information and the media was jumping on that as well like it started with local chicago media and then international media jumped on that as well yeah, but here's the interesting thing do you think the international media uh, would have jumped on it as rapidly as they did if it hadn't been one of these emotionally loaded narratives where people saying this is mega country and uh, Jussie Smollett is black and gay and uh, the two white guys attacked him. This is again feeding into it's like uh, a plug and play narrative, you know, rather- oh, of course. Yeah, it has sort of all of the perfect ingredients to make that story that people would latch on to for their, like you said, their confirmation biases. Um, I just think whatever the case, there is there is no happy ending in this. Because if regardless in all of this, if you still did fake this, but for whatever reason these charges have been dropped, that's a very sad state of affairs. If he didn't do this and this horrific hate act, hate act did happen, that's still a really sad state of affairs. And I think at the end of it all, there are very real people that are not celebrities that don't get anywhere near this kind of attention that hate crimes happen to. And they're on the rise, like in the States. 7,175 reported hate crimes happened last year. In Canada, over 2,000 hate crimes happened, up 47%. Um, You know, we've seen what just happened with the mosque attacks. Um, These things are real and they happen, but and they don't get the type of attention that somebody like a Jesse Smollett because he had all of these different things that made for the perfect story. Right, uh, celebrity culture and uh, all the rest of it. And you wrote uh, back then in early March when uh, we had all sort of accepted the account of things from the Chicago police after uh, they clarified it and uh, charged him 16 felony counts of making false report. My hope is that this can now put the attention back to the real issue around this incident, and that is hate crimes are very real, on the rise, and they should be reported and always be taken seriously. Well, that's the problem. Uh, they were taken seriously to a point where the black police superintendent in Chicago effectively was saying that Smollett exploited that to his advantage, uh, playing the victimology card. Listen to the Chicago Mayor Ram, Rahm Emanuel earlier today. Uh, he didn't mince his words in reacting to the charges being dropped. This is without a doubt 
a whitewash of justice and sends a clear message that if you're in a position of influence and power, you'll get treated one way, other people will be treated another way. There is no accountability then in the system. All right, a whitewash of justice. That's Rahm Emanuel, who's not a right-wing or conservative by any stretch. He was the chief of staff to Barack Obama, both being mm-hmm. native, native sons of Chicago. For him to say that, I guess you can't, uh, if you're in the Smollett camp, uh, trumpet vindication or total exoneration. Maybe it dials into the Mueller report, uh, so there's a potential for obstruction of justice after all. This is a real strange one, as you said. It is such a strange one, and I just wished we would get the full, because now they've said, um, you know, these files are going to be sealed. It, much like the Mueller report, we're not going to get all the information. So it's a, t- it's a tough one. I still, I don't, I don't know why we're not going to get all the information, because it's yeah, I know, but I, I, you know, I'm I think you're right. Well, as we all are, until we have further clarification, and uh, I don't know that that's forthcoming, but I think you're right about one thing that you wrote about earlier in the month. There is no happy ending to the story. And so on that note, uh, we'll leave until we have a further update. Mira, I really appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. Thanks so much. You got it. Mira Estrada, culture expert, host of Cultured. That's a pop culture show on Global News Radio, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.